0: From Pandora, welcome to a Vault Hunters Guide to the Borderlands, the best Borderlands podcast on the Echo Net. I'm Drew. I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us today for episode number twenty-three, where today we're going to be talking about Gearbox at PAX East. But first, just a quick reminder that you can always get in contact with us via Twitter at Vault Hunters Pod or through our email, a Vault Guide at gmail.com. And don't forget you can watch us record the podcast live at twitch.tv/slash a vault hunters guide.
1: Alright, now shut up. I'm ready for this. <laughs>
0: Fucking go then!
1: I'm sure. so excited for all the information that we got out of this. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, we're gonna get into it, <clears throat> but you know, I'm sure everyone's well aware of the DLC that's coming out of DLC two, Electric Boogaloo. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 super stoked about it because it's like it combines two of my favorite things: it's Borderlands. Whoa
0: whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on! Don't give, don't give up the Ghost? What is that phrase? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I always thought it whole... was give
1: up the goat. Like, you know, <laughs> hey man, you make a living off that goat. Don't give it up.
0: <laughs> that's that's possible.
1: But anyways... For, for reference, I know that's not true. Don't at me.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could be. Um, my whole thing here about, about the DLC and everything is that it literally could not be more perfect for you and you could not be more excited for the premise so therefore I, I don't want to talk about it until the very end. <laughs> you, that's,
1: that's when he killed him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so ended. All the right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: So anyway, well, let's get into it then. So, uh, I really enjoyed their PAX presentation. Just because it came up early in the thing, though, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Can we please get through one (laughs) PAX event where they don't have some sort of issue trying to play a video?
0: No. No. (laughs) Unpossible?
1: If they ever had one where they didn't have any video issues and Randy didn't do some sort of magic trick... I would question if it was actually gearbox up there. I'd be like, that's not gearbox.
0: <laughs> right, right. It's like simple programming stuff like if if not magic trick, then not PAX East Gearbox, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, really. That is accurate. So also appreciate the fact that they were still still able to do that, especially with um especially with like GDC being cancelled due to coronavirus and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So So that's fun. Also, stay safe out there. Wash your hands.
0: <laughs> also, even when there's not a virus, wash your friggin' hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. I I got done telling Drew all about my issues with coronavirus because I happen to work for a company that can provide people with, or could, not anymore, <laughs> that could provide people with hand sanitizer and cleaning wipes and respirator masks. Y'all, y'all are being dumb. That's just how it is. <laughs> Stop trying to buy that stuff. A, you're not going to get it. If you think you can find it on some place that somebody else hasn't already gotten it, you're wrong. There's like a thousand million other people in front of you. Right. Secondly, secondly, they're not doing what you think they're doing. All right? They're not, if, leave leave them for medical personnel because they're actually using them properly. You out there being like, oh, I better get this thing so it's going to protect myself. You're doing it wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: so... This is a whole thing. I am very aware of it because it is a large chunk of my day right now is specifically dealing with this. So just don't
0: <laughs> as head of the CDC. I imagine it's really difficult for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's wicked annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, so let's go on Jeff to France.
0: it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You don't get them very often. So enjoy it. <clears throat> Ironically, you're probably going to get two on this episode. One at the Ooh. beginning, one at the end. So we'll go with that.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Also, we got we to gotta hurry this up because I'm supposed to go and play Magic later tonight. Yeah, I play Magic. What's it to you? <laughs>
0: so, what about it? Want to fight?
1: Yeah. Want to fight? I will cut you with several cardboard cards.
0: <laughs> nice. All right. <clears throat> Which will uh, leave okay. you
1: susceptible to infection. Specifically, <laughs> a viral <laughs> infection.
0: <laughs> oh, no
1: anyway all right go ahead so uh getting into it so that opening though
0: yeah emotional marketing uh i'm not a fan of it like we all know they work hard i don't need to be reminded
1: yeah yeah absolutely we all we all know they work hard we all know that they're people that's kind of what it is like i think it's cool that they're sitting there and they're saying hey i really enjoyed the first borderlands and the fact that i got to work on the third one is a dream it's like yeah that is cool man i appreciate that yeah I have. I would think that to do what you're doing, you would have to have some level of passion for it. Game development isn't really a job where it's like, oh, man, I was going to be a tax auditor, but I I guess I'll go with my backup plan of desi- of making games.
0: I don't know, man. I worked at Walmart for a while.
1: I don't see how this relates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's like, I wasn't passionate about working for Walmart. I was passionate about, making money
1: yeah but that's what i'm saying is that game development is a whole different thing it's so cutthroat and there's so many people trying to do it yeah
0: yeah okay i get what you are saying now yeah like i
1: said that that was the whole point of that bit was like ah
0: yeah yeah you don't fall into game developing be like (laughs) be like yeah my goal of being a professional i got nothing (laughs) it's (laughs) just it's not like it's you're right it's not something you stumble into yeah that makes sense yeah
1: Uh, that being said, if somebody has actually stumbled into game development in that way, if it's like, Oh, I guess I'd just do this. Let us know. I really, I'm really curious to know what your story is.
0: Yeah. True story. All
1: right. So moving on. Um, so they read all of their communication. Uh, they had the community manager, right?
0: I thought he was like COO or
1: something. I don't know. Something like that. Whoever, whoever it was, man, this, we did not have this planned out very well. Whoever that guy was, <laughs> he was reading fun. letters from the yeah, he was reading letters from the fans, which was really cool. Um, you know, he read off a few of them and everything, and uh, but that led to something that I thought was actually that I thought was actually pretty neat. Uh, what did that lead into?
0: Uh, yeah, that was Mike's proposal to Gina. Congrats Mike and Gina.
1: Yeah, maybe you guys are listening to this. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Either way, still congrats though. So, as someone who has gone through uh, playing... Six marriages? (laughs) No. I haven't... Why do you always gotta do that? Like, he's got 13 (laughs) cats. He's had six marriages. All right, so he's only got two cats, but they're huge. It's like, stop! Why are you trying to make people think I'm weird?
0: (laughs) It just... It prepares them for the level of weird that you actually are. This, coming
1: from the guy who keeps on buying hats for different baseball teams. Cause he's like, well, technically I think I'm allowed to, I think I'm allowed to be a fan of each of different teams in each division. It's like, bitch, no one cares. <laughs> like if you want to like a team, like a team. I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. But also like it's, it was more of like a, like justification for buying many hats.
1: Who needs that many hats?
0: <laughs> People that like hats.
1: You know what? No, forget it. He's going bald anyway. He
0: needs that many hats. <laughs> Fair, fair point. Anyways, congrats to Mike <laughs> and Gina. Uh, funny thing though, I I found it interesting that, that dude who was running the show at that point, he was like, he was like, wow, it's totally cons- unscripted. We had no idea, but it does segue perfectly into, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it does a little. It segues a little too perfectly into, you know, the whole marriage of Borderlands and Steam.
1: You know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. Speaking of which, uh, borderlands three is going to be coming to steam on March 13th and is going to have, uh, we are going to have Epic and steam crossplay for that. Um, they didn't say anything specifically about how, but he did allude to the fact that it would be done through shift somehow. That was the majority of what it looked like to me, which would, which would definitely make sense. Any, any of that kind of stuff. That's the way it goes. Um, you know, if you want to have, if you want to have, you know, cross play through um, different games like Destiny or things like that. If you want to go between console and PC, that's done through Bungie.net or not Bungie.net, but uh, Bungie's website. That kind of thing. So, sure. Uh, I would I would assume it's the same kind of thing. Uh, I'm really excited to just get all the people who have been waiting for uh, for the game to come out on Steam. So I'm excited to have those people in there, and I'm excited to maybe meet some new people online and things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I don't have it on PC yet. I was kind of waiting for it to go on Steam. But now that it's going to be on Steam, now I'm going to wait for it to be on sale on Steam. So, you know. Yeah, you would. Yeah, well.
1: I I blew my load right away. I just immediately got it on, on both PS4 and Epic.
0: Yep. So but those
1: are the kind of things you can do when you have no kids and uh, also no life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hashtag, hashtag. What silver am I gonna?
1: <laughs> yeah. What, what am I gonna do? Go spend it drinking with friends. I've got two friends, and one of them doesn't drink.
0: <laughs> right. And the other one's me, and I don't live near you, so. That's accurate. So,
1: but yeah. Um. How do you feel about how do you feel about this now that we're actually at that point where. I mean, like you said, you're planning on buying it on Steam, and you're planning on buying it once it's on sale. So, how do you feel now that it's actually come out on, or that it is coming out on Steam?
0: Um, It's I'm actually really glad because I feel like it's in a I feel like the game's in a good place right now. Like we've got DLC number two coming out uh, shortly, and there's there's a lot of good stuff in it. There's a lot of good stuff to do. You know, like Mm -hmm. Mayhem 2.0 is coming out soon. It's you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like the games in a good place and just going to get better from here. So Sure. I feel like now is absolutely. a really good time. Yeah, I mean um, now is, now is the second best time for it to co- for it to come out on Steam. The first best time would have been September 13th, but you know. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh and we don't want to understate that. Um I think giving people the choice to buy it on whatever they wanted would have been solid, especially I, I honestly think it's really weird that Stadia got it before steam did. That's really strange to me.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: So either way, I'm I excited. Mean, it's
0: that- it's kind of like a loophole. Like I'm sure that like when Epic negotiated the exclusive rights to Borderlands on PC to begin with, you know, they were like, they like just totally forgot about Stadia, you know. <laughs> and Gearbox and Two K are like, ah, but you never said we couldn't give it to couldn't give it to Stadia, you know. Yeah.
1: So, uh again to all the people that played on Stadia, we're glad to have you. So thanks, Mandy, Bill, and Tom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Appreciate you.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's good. I'm hoping that this eludes more to um, other crossplay in the future because we're still waiting on that console X PC situation as well. So I'm hoping that actually happens in the future. We don't know. They were very, very careful with their words. They did say, hey, players on PC between Epic and Steam will have crossplay. And that's how it was across everything, across Twitter and all their socials and everything like that. So they wanted to make it very, very clear that this was not crossplay between consoles and PC just yet.
0: Right, right. So Which who knows if they'll ever do.
1: I mean I'm hoping. But we'll see. I'm hoping
0: too. But as my mother in law says, well, you can wish in one hand and shit in the other. Tell me which one fills up first.
1: Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they kind of went through uh, some numbers after that that were
0: actually... Let me throw some numbers, numbers at you. 34.6 billion, 62.75 <laughs> golden, 62.75 million, 19.1 billion, 2.85 billion.
1: There was no context for any of that. Although you did <laughs> say 62.75 million golden, but you left I it did. at exactly that. Which is golden pretty Golden what?
0: Funny. We will never know. (laughs) Yeah, so supposedly, uh, since Borderlands 3's release, we collectively, as a community, have killed 34.59 billion enemies total. We have uh, used 62.75 million golden keys. Um, 19.1... We've opened 19.1 billion chests killed 2.85 million or sorry billion badasses. Uh let's see. We had 38,000 total years of playtime and we have earned more than 170.2 trillion dollars. Nice. Um that
1: uh first of all in before that person that says uh, thirty-eight thousand years of playtime. About half of those were for me. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you're right. You're the man. <laughs> you have lived multiple lifetimes. <laughs> you spent it all playing Borderlands Three.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can think of worse ways to spend a lifetime. Absolutely. So,
1: watch, watch someone try and prove me wrong on that too. They're sitting there. They're like, well, technically if someone had a hive mind and they were controlling multiple people at once, it's like, you know what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. um, um Still 34.59 yeah, billion enemies killed. Seems like a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think we actually have the number on how many. Yeah. Did we, did we have the number on how many um, different, uh you was it unique concurrent uh players they have though. I feel like I feel like they talked about it at some They point, they maybe. said
0: something about like there's a million unique players each month or something like that.
1: Okay. So I mean, when you put it in the context of those numbers, I feel that 30, 34.59 billion could definitely be the case. But I'm oh, yeah, also I'm not like,
0: disputing their numbers. I was just like like if somebody was like, "Hey, how many you know, how many enemies do you think that the Borderlands community as a whole has killed from release date to now? I don't, I wouldn't have guessed that many. Right. I would have guessed like maybe a couple of billion, you know?
1: Yeah. That's actually, that's actually a really fair point.
0: But Um, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you just get on a streak and it's just like, it, it kind of has me wondering like how many, how many enemies have I myself killed? You know?
1: mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can use some of the uh, we can use some of the trophies in there to find out or some of the achievements where it's like ah oh, kill this many enemies with fire or kill this many enemies with shock or melee this many enemies. Sure. We can use that as a rough guesstimate, but still.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, and, and that in combine in uh, yeah in combination with all the stuff that you get from the manufacturers like. Jacob sent you a letter, you know, and you like get a pistol because you killed a hundred dudes with a with Jacob's weapons because you're just mm-hmm. rocking that Maggie for the last, you know, couple hours.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, moving on. Well, one one of the other big points that I think we want to talk about was so there's been a hundred seventy point two trillion dollars uh, that have been earned in game by all the players. And that's that's a lot of money. What did they What did they say? They said it was something to the tune of we could pay off, we could pay off uh, America's debt like however many times. Or, yeah, it or was really. like
0: seven times over or something like that.
1: Yeah, seven times over, and still have enough to do whatever. Yeah. Know. At that point, Randy was talking, and you know how excited he gets, which is not a bad thing. Actually, sh- to be fair, I actually really like randy's enthusiasms during these things like i'm not like his enthusiasm is kind of fun um so bring that up though he mentioned something in there and i think it's very telling and i was hoping we could kind of riff off of it a little bit so he did mention that that's a lot of money how do we what do we think they're going to have for cash sinks because he talked about maybe we'll have to make some new cash sinks in there and i totally understand where he's coming from but I'm trying to think of what would be a fair way to actually use it on because once you actually level up all of your, your bank and all of your ammo and everything like that, where do you actually go with this?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I don't even pay attention to my money now. When I was, there was a part, point where I was genuinely, like, trying to farm money as I was farming bosses. I had a, yeah. uh, I had a, a, um, a lucky loot, you know, relic. And then had a, um, and then I had the uh, cheddar shredder grenade mod equipped, and was just spamming the hell out of that thing, and genuinely got a lot of money pretty pretty quickly. Um, Yeah, but like like you said, like all of my stuff is upgraded now, for for my top level characters. So now what? Now what do I do? (laughs) Like what do I do with all this money? You know and. Mm There's gotta be something to do with it. Something that's actually rewarding. Yeah. At at the same time it's hard
1: because you can't even use the same things that you use um iridium for because we no one even really uses iridium for much at all. Uh right. I, I mean iridium I can feel... be used
0: for like skins and heads and whatever, but
1: Sure. Yeah, it can be used for skins and heads and you can also buy guns from Earl. I think I've done that maybe uh, realistically. I've, I think I've only ever bought two or three things from Earl in the entire time that I've been playing it. Yeah. So, agreed. so what would you actually, so what would you actually spend it on? Spend the money on is kind of a hard choice. Respect. As weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just respect all the time. <laughs> I almost want want it to be some sort of situation where I think it'd be fun if there was, I almost think it'd be fun if there was some element of um, taking your money. And since it's, since it's not a currency that you pay for with actual money, I think it would be fun to find some way to almost like gamble with it. Something. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. Like I've actually just formulated this like terrible idea where you like there's this let's say you can go to the handsome jackpot, right? And there's a robot that um will that you can put in X amount of money into, right? Yeah. And it can be whatever it can be anything from one dollar to however much, okay? And then the but the more money you put into it it will become a um how do we put it this? Since it's a robot, it, it can like like clone itself, you know, or like uh, be be like Did, a replicant. It can, can digestruct. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It can like digestruct. So like if you if you like have ten million dollars, right? It'll you're like in this arena and it digestructs itself into a random um, <clears throat> into a random like boss, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you kill it and you have a shot at a legendary. That's not bad.
1: What if, what if we extrapolate from that and say you go up to an actual bookie and you can have different, you know, have different amounts of money and each of these, there's like a whole lot of different levels or tiers or whatever and it's different things so let's say that you spend i don't don't know because you can get a ton of money so let's say that you spend a billion dollars in game on on this bookie and it's like all right here's what's going to happen you're going to fight you know you're going to fight 100 badasses on mayhem 4 and you know every and by the time you're done with it that equates to a certain amount of chests that you get to open in this chest room afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That'd but if, be cool too. Yeah. But if you die, then you don't, then you don't get anything.
0: Yeah. So it's I'm good with that.
1: Yeah. So some, just something along those lines. It just, I, th- I think something like that would be fun and it would be, it would be thematic as well. And who knows, we don't know what they're going to have for future takedowns and everything's like that. But I, I do agree that there needs to be some more cash sinks of some kind.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's it really. My ears perked up when he was like, "Maybe we have got to come up with some new cash checks." I was like, "Hmm, you know, <laughs> please do." Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chew is everybody's favorite pet. We yep, opened a bunch of chests. Badasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, our favorite. Uh, our favorite. Uh, element. Element. Yeah. That surprised me. Okay, so I'm going to let
1: you I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm I'm going to let you finish. But I'm going to say it didn't surprise it did not surprise me. So go ahead and finish up with your thought though.
0: Yeah, I totally thought that it was going to be uh Cryo because of Zane. Like just solely because of Zane. Really, that was the whole thought. Yep, that was it.
1: I am not surprised by a couple of things. I'm definitely not surprised that it's that it was that it wasn't shock because everyone knows shock is mainly for shields or for guardians. I also was not surprised that it was corrosive just because of the limited amount of armored enemies that we've seen in the game so far. Sure. I think it made perfect sense for it to be fire because most of the enemies that we deal with are fleshy enemies anyway. And I think This isn't meant to be a bad thing, so please don't take it like this. For people who are more casual fans of the game, I think that they will assume, oh, fire is cool, and I like shooting fire, and that's fun. Not to mention that it seems to be the easiest one to get. And if anyone's playing Amara, that's probably going to be the easiest thing to build around as well for an elemental build.
0: Yeah, I agree, but I'm just saying that, like, I feel like more. Like, there's such a, a. You and I talked about this before. I mean, can you even do a Zane build without even unintentionally going into cryo somewhat? You know what I mean?
1: Like not a if good you one. have a max
0: level character, like I don't think that you can avoid some type of cryo. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like you said, not a, not a good one. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I, I, I just feel like between Amara and her elemental siren stuff and also having Mo's and her build that focuses a lot on fire as well. Um, I combined with most of the other things that I talked about, I think it just seems
0: to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you on that. So
1: anyways, uh... I I am kind of, I'm kind of bummed though, because I think they need to make, um, I think they need to make radiation a little bit more prominent somehow. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of the time, it's It's a fun thing to use and it can be used really well and there is obviously radiation flak bills and everything like that, but I feel that there are still a lot of people who don't know quite how to use it and how to apply it
0: yeah it's a, it's there's like some untapped potential with radiation,
1: yeah, yeah, I totally agree, so
0: All speaking right. of untapped potential, <laughs> go ahead, Reese's mustache uh, so like he said that two thirds of people vote one way and a third vote the other way, but he didn't, he, they didn't know which was which cause they didn't know which thing their values were assigned to, you know, they don't, they don't know. This is <clears> to <throat> all you
1: future programmers out there. You gotta label your values. It yeah, doesn't it matter bad. what it is. You got to label all your values. Cause now I'm just really curious about what people think. I, I personally would like to think that most people will want to keep Reese's mustache. I don't know. Maybe that's just me.
0: I think so. I mean, I've, I've literally always voted to keep Reese's mustache. So, so,
1: (laughs) so here's where it gets funny though. Um, I am probably very hated among both those types of people because what I do is the first playthrough so normal mode i i let him keep it <laughs> and then true vault hunter mode i shave it <laughs> nice every every time that's just a running thing so i don't know yeah i don't know why i do that i was just it just for me i like that symmetry of it it's like yeah sure why not <laughs> you know yeah yeah so it's cool i like that the duality yeah it's of yeah exactly <laughs> 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 so um so yeah Hopefully, we'll get more information about Reese's mustache anyway. Um, so, some other numbers that we have here, which are really interesting. There have been 28 point at, at the time of it, there had been 28.4 million attempts at the One takedown with a 14% success rate. Here's where it gets really, really interesting. The success rate after they patched it to where they could scale it was still 14 percent yeah i like that a lot i think that shows that they did a very good job of balancing it regardless of whether you're doing the quote-unquote true takedown mode or not and i think it's great that solo players have the ability to attempt it on a on an easier difficulty and then work their way up i think i think it's great and the fact that it shows a 14 percent success rate uh, regardless of how you're doing it
0: means to me that they did a really good job with it. I mean, did they? I mean <clears throat> just the the numbers alone would say that they didn't, right? It's just math. It's just math.
1: Like <laughs> Can't just say it's just math without doing the math.
0: <laughs> it's just math. No. It's um <laughs> like if <laughs> Okay so if people were attempting to escape alcatraz okay yeah only six percent uh succeeded okay mm-hmm. and then they did some renovations and stuff and they're like we made it easier and then still only six percent were able to escape then no you didn't <laughs> you didn't make it any easier.
1: I understand where you're getting at, but I'm just getting lost in this because you're talking about (laughs) making a renovation to Alcatraz to make it easier to escape. And that's all I can focus on in this analogy. (laughs) Uh. Excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Governor. Uh, Yes, it seems that it seems that we have an issue with Alcatraz. Oh, really? What is it? It seems that prisoners are complaining that it is too difficult to escape. like seriously i'm just looking at this this reads Ugh. just exactly like a monty python sketch fine was right.
0: fine, <laughs> fine they standardized the size of a baseball field because for anybody who doesn't know it's not standard from like home plate to the outfield is not like a set it's from Home plate to the outfield wall is not a set distance. It changes by ballpark, okay? Let's say they standardize it and say it's 430 feet, okay? Which would be ridiculous, but that'd be... But let's say they put it at that, okay? And 10% of guys hit home runs, okay? Like throughout the season. 10% 10 of batters are able to hit a home run. And then the next season they say, all right, we're going to change it and make it easier. And yet somehow still the next season, it's only 10% of guys.
1: Okay. I think the big difference though is if that's the case what we're not looking at and what we don't quite have the numbers on is if someone, so if you're in taking your own analogy, (laughs) so you're talking about professional, you know, major league baseball, right? yes okay Why do i feel like so, you're getting
0: too wrapped up into the details of this again
1: no 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 no. It, it makes sense trust me uh because that phrase has never gone wrong before yeah okay
0: <laughs>
1: so think about it this way so uh it was 430 feet and they standardized it okay mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they changed it to, what did you say
0: i didn't say i just they, said ch- they, they-
1: changed they, they made it shorter they made it a shorter
0: distance I don't okay. know, but they, all they said was we made it easier.
1: Okay. So they, all right. So they made it, so they made it easier. Then people from triple a ball say, well, Hey, if it's easier, I can do it. So now you've got more people moving up into the major leagues who are going to be attempting it, but mm. you're still going to have 10% of people who are going to be able to get mm. it. Cause you're going to, I have... will
0: admit that I have, I will admit that I have tried it more times since the scaling than I did when it was just the original takedown. Correct. So that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, that's that's my thought on how it's going. Hashtag now a math pod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well how would we even end that? Instead of good luck and good drops it would have to be like good luck and good variables. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, something uh, like that.
1: Anyway. So that's what's going on, but however,, um, as far as takedowns go, um, they did also mention that they were going to be working on more takedowns so and I think we've talked about this a little bit before on on the show where we talked about looking and being excited for more takedowns. so um, how how would you like to see that play out? because we had we had a takedown and then we had a DLC. Right? That that was the order. We had a takedown and then a DLC.
0: Yes. And then
1: and now we're going to have another DLC. So how how many oh, how many would you like to see and how staggered would you like them to be with the other content?
0: I don't know. I mean, one takedown per DLC seems fair, you know. Yeah. I
1: do still think it's interesting that the first takedown and the first DLC had nothing to do with each other and i understand the point is for that to be a free content update and having it so that you don't need to have the dlc to be able to access it which i think is great i think that's wonderful but you still would think that it would have a little bit of something to do with it i don't know it just doesn't seem
0: to make sense no i think it's i think it's better the way it is because like Otherwise, like one would have to reference the other and you know what I mean? And that's just no good if the whole plan is for the takedowns to be free. So,
1: yeah, that's understandable. I, I can appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I'm hoping that we get more takedowns and we'll see what they are. Um, At this point, again, I'm not really sure what they would entail because I feel. I feel like we can only do one. I don't know, having another Maliwan-themed one would just be weird at this point. It's like, yeah, we've kind of already I done this. Want that. I would not want I wouldn't even want another manufacturer-based one, you know? Agreed. The only other thing that I can really think of that would be kind of fun, and even this would be towing pretty close to that line, would be to have something where you go and you find, you have to fight through the wreckage of the Zanara to get something from it or something like that. Like it's crashed onto a part of Promethea and you go to it and you've got to get in the center of it, but it's still got either scavengers or a bunch of Maliwan people or whatever that are around it.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: The idea I think is there. I don't think it could work as far as making it different enough from the rest of the gameplay.
0: I would like it. I would be cool with something being like Atlas slash Reese themed, you know? um, because, like, as much as we're on, as much as you are on um, Promethea, like, you, it doesn't feel like you're working, like, with Atlas. It feels like you're working against Malawan. Yeah, that's fair. So, I just want to see, it would be cool to see some stuff like, you know, something similar, right? Reese mm-hmm. finds out about some, like, secret alien tech somewhere, and you have to go and retrieve it. And it can only be done, you know, in this takedown style thing.
1: I like that idea. I would even be okay with almost recycling the idea of, um, of Digistruct Peak and Borderlands 2, where he's like, Hey, I've set up this thing to help train my men or my soldiers. Why don't you go ahead and show them how it's done? Mm -hmm. And you could do a takedown that's, uh, Atlas centric and have, have it be something like, Oh, don't worry. You know, you could explain it however you want to be like, Oh, don't worry. We've replaced all your guns with guns that are exactly the same, but they fire non violent squibs or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, and so you're just gonna be fighting you're gonna be fighting atlas people or something like that. So I don't know, something like that could definitely be fun. I could I could get behind an atlas themed one. So Yeah dude. All right. <clears throat> so uh Drew, would you care? To throw some more numbers at us.
0: <laughs> yeah, 1.5 billion, 1.75 mil, million. Eli Roth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect. Right. So, right.
0: we killed 1.5 billion ghosts during the Bloody Harvest event, whether we wanted to or not. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> like, I I think I accounted for at least a billion. <laughs> Ah, got him <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> yeah um and uh haunt was killed captain haunt was killed 1.75 million times oh. which <laughs> didn't you need to kill a hundred ghosts in order to go and kill haunt
1: yeah so so that means <laughs> so i mean it's collectively that we killed a
0: a thousand a, times more ghosts than we needed to or something like that.
1: That that just shows how people were getting to it. They're like they're just sitting there killing ghosts. They're like ah, get out of my way. <laughs> and they're just like it sucks, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, that is that is actually pretty funny though. Uh, again, kind of a callback to another episode we've done. I like the fact that in the new uh, in the in the Valentine's themed uh, the Lonely Hearts Day. Um, they made it so that you didn't have to actively participate in that, but they, they made it worth it to be able to do that. So I'm a big fan.
0: Agreed. So, all right. So anyway, we're going to spend a very minimal amount of time talking about the Borderlands movie. Yeah. Eli Roth is directing it. Uh, Danny Trujillo is going to be Mordecai. The rock (laughs) is going to be brick. You're just,
1: you're just making this up. Tell me that wouldn't be also, amazing. I mean, it would be, but still, Christina um, Hendricks
0: is going to be Lilith.
1: I mean, that would work, right. but <laughs> uh, however, uh, we do want to take note of the fact, and I'm sorry, I forget this guy's name cause I'm really bad at this, but the, the guy that wrote Chernobyl and also wrote the hangover movies is apparently the writer for it. So yeah. I feel that's a really good range to be able to work on this. I feel that between however, mm-hmm. the top Eli Roth likes to make his movies and, uh, the writing style that um, this guy has. And again, I feel really bad for not remembering their name. I'm sure somebody will get at me on Twitter <laughs> and remind me. Um, but I think that'll be, I think that'll be a good combination. And I'm excited to see uh, where this actually takes the movie. So, um, so yeah, we'll see what the situation is.
0: Yeah. What is Eli Roth in uh, Inglorious Bastards if not a 1940s uh, psycho?
1: yeah that's kind of accurate yeah it's actually really accurate <laughs> all, all he's missing is a saw blade in the baseball bat <laughs> <laughs>
0: right right
1: <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> yeah right okay so um moving right along from that yeah I've, I mean that's that's all we got it's Eli Roth it's the guy from Chernobyl and the hangover movies it's probably gonna be at least semi decent I'm hoping that this does here's the thing. I'm hoping that this makes it to a point to where people realize it's like, Oh, if we just make the movie like the game, people will watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like
1: <sighs> many, mini, mini tangent here, but have you even seen the, the posters or what the storyline is supposed to be for the monster hunter movie that's coming out?
0: Nope. Didn't even know there was one.
1: Yeah. So it's all right. So here's what it is. First of all, the posters, there ain't a there ain't a monster on it. So first of all, you're lying. <laughs> like, secondly, <sighs> it's soldiers from our world that somehow get stuck in the monster hunter world through parallel blah blah blah. It's like, you know, you could have just started in the world and we would have been fine with it.
0: Right, right, yeah, that would have been you, a, that's fine.
1: Yeah, like I hate how it's always like, well, if we don't if we don't bring them over from the world that people know then they'll be confused. Also, they won't have anything to relate to. It's like, look, I'm going to be watching a movie about people hunting giant monsters with like bows and swords and hunting horns and things like that. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be fine. Trust me.
0: Like I'm good with suspending my disbelief going into it. Like you don't need to try to unsuspend my disbelief by making them like real people for the, from earth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I swear if they try and do something like that with the Borderlands movie where it's like, oh, this group of four friends gets taken from Earth and they get put onto an alien planet called Pandora and blah, blah, blah. It's like,
0: (sighs) look, I'm just calling it now, whatever they do with it, it's going to be terrible. You think? Yep. I think it's good. I think they're going to be dumb and they're going to get it rated PG-13. I think it's going to be terrible.
1: I don't think so. I'm we're already spending way longer in this than I thought we would.
0: Yep. Agreed. But
1: uh, considering the fact that they, st- and, and whether this was a joke or not, they had that letter at the beginning talking about, Oh, well, um, you know, whatever little Timmy's parents were upset that there was mm-hmm. all the violence and yeah, guns yeah. and everything in there. And they asked if we could make a not mature version. And he was like, sorry, nope. And it's already rated mature. It'd be it would just be strange, for, I mean it's it's also because isn't it also Lionsgate that's yes. working on it?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's it's Lionsgate and Eli Roth and th- those two things right there. It's like all right, if you make this PG thirteen, you're doing it wrong.
0: Agreed. I agree. So
1: you still think they're gonna do it though?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving on
0: because.
1: <laughs> We uh we got a little bit of show left, and we want to get into the really the the, the needy greedy.
0: Spring content this. roadmap uh looks like this. DLC two, uh, Mayhem two in April, uh, which is going to come with twenty five plus new modifiers, uh, including big head mode, Floras, lava. Um, can't wait for that. Uh, he said something about ten levels of mayhem. I've that really threw me off. Yeah. Like are they talking about like like Mayhem 1, Mayhem 2, Mayhem 3, Mayhem 4, Mayhem 5 like up to 10?
1: I have no idea. I wouldn't think they would do it that way cuz that sounds really obtuse. Right. Um that being said, maybe it's a certain thing where you can kind of pick and choose how you want the modifiers to work or something? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It seems really interesting. Can I just say, though, that so far, I feel that you and I have been really on this. Like, we've been super on top of this. Because remember, I always said before, when they were like, oh, yeah, what else are we going to do with events and things like that? Because you and I had talked about, well, it's kind of weird that all you do is collect stuff and then you trade that in or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we didn't want that to be all there was to them. I think it's really interesting because I remember specifically, and you can go back and listen to this episode. I think it's really interesting because I talked about having a big head mode in there. And if you shoot someone with a sniper rifle, then you get more money out of them or something like that. If oh, you yeah, do a I do
0: you saying that.
1: I mean, I'm not saying that I'm really good at predicting and knowing what's going on. I'm just saying hypothetically, You're just
0: saying the gearbox is really good at ripping off your ideas.
1: I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's, a-
1: so I'm going to go ahead and say this gearbox. Just gonna say this, and this is all I'll say: half a percent. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's all I want. <laughs> that's all Anyways. I want. <clears throat> all right. Um, so, so we also have uh, Revenge of the car- of Cartels coming in April. Apparently, it's free and it's got unique rewards. No idea what that's about.
1: Yeah. Um, there will also be coming up. There will also be another takedown, which we talked about. Uh, a, uh, it's going to be a Guardian takedown, so it's going to be free, uh, like the other takedown has been. It's going to be Iridian themed. There's going to be new bosses, unique gear, and cosmetics. So, I think that's super fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm really excited about having that in there. I'm also going to go right into this uh, because we're kind of we're getting to the point to where we're going to be wrapping up the episode, and we're getting into my favorite parts about it. They kind of worked their way backwards. About letting us know what's coming up. Yeah. For DLC uh, content. For for DLC content, because we knew that there were gonna be four four DLCs included with the season pass right out the gate. The fourth one, which they have barely even started on, right? That's what they said. They haven't yeah, like, they're
0: there's, like they're like talking about it still.
1: Yeah. But the the big idea that they have and what it sounds like they're going to run with is And, and in his own, his own words, you're going to get to know in Randy's own words, you're going to get to know what it's like to be inside the head of the wildest psycho on Pandora. To everyone who is worth their salt. They're all very aware that this presumably talks about Krieg. And I'm excited.
0: You knew that. Don't act like you didn't. (laughs) I thought it was going to be, Hey, Oh, Steve. Oh, wouldn't that be great though? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Krieg, I mean, the, the Krieg thing is way better. You and I've talked, you and I talked a long time ago about, about like, dude, a Krieg DLC would be sick.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Again, another mm. thing that we have talked about, and I know that we talk about a lot cause we do this every other week. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes up, but the, the fact that we're talking about, Oh, you know, Big head mode and having a thing about Krieg and everything like that. I'm just. I
0: played Flora's Lava.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. So, but yeah, no, I'm looking. I'm so looking forward to this. He is. Krieg is my favorite character throughout all of the Borderlands franchise. Just, I. There's something really cool about a character who throughout in this series that's all about violence and mayhem and gore and over the topness is probably the one character in all of Pandora or anywhere, presumably that excels at this and doesn't want to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's true. That's,
1: that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Like even Lilith is in uh, borderlands one, when she like kills something, she's like, Ha-ha, I'm really good at this. Like whenever she got a critical kill, you know? Yeah. Yep. Not like every time, but like frequently.
1: Yeah. So, and every, yeah, you can, you can actually see that in all the characters. All the other characters are sitting there saying things exactly like this. I'm really good at this or nothing like a challenging kill or, um, look at the state of you just, and all these different things from all these different characters. And then everything that Krieg says is almost the antithesis of that. It's, uh, what did I, it's, it's, what did I tell you? It's, um, yeah. You know, things like that. Like what, God, what did I tell you? Um, what are some other good ones? I'm trying to think of them and I'm just like blanking on them now. Cause I feel ba- now I feel bad. Um, you know, I don't know. Just different, just different things along those lines. So it's, it's all yeah. these things that make it seem it's like he doesn't actually want to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It makes, makes you think that he doesn't actually want to be doing these things. And I know there's a couple of them in there that still sound like this. Um, but even, even the ones where it sounds like he's excited about it are still really weird. Like where he says he's going to swallow someone's soul and things like that. It's like, everyone else is just like, I'm going to kill you. And Krieg's like, I'm going to swallow your soul. It's like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, So, all right. Um, drew, you want to take
0: what the next one is? I mean, I guess it's, we have a picture and it's like, Cowboys riding Saurians. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even mad. Like, I'm, that's... I'm 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 in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. I mean like that's my kind of thing. Like the Krieg one is is I'm um, if they do it about Krieg, you know, I'm that's the one I'm most excited about. You know? Yeah. But like Cowboys and Saurians just sounds hella fun.
1: It does, yeah. And if they give you some option to ride Saurians or something like that as long as it can be done well which hopefully it is implemented well then I think that'd be great and I wouldn't yeah probably not (laughs) (laughs) just like when there was the horse riding in uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess and everyone's like look how good the horse riding is and it was terrible
0: no I'm just saying it won't there won't be any Saurian riding
1: oh that's what you're saying yeah I'm not a programmer, so I can't determine how easy this would be, but I feel like it would almost have the same <laughs> I feel like it would almost have the same type of thing that um, enemy vehicles would, because an enemy vehicle seeks you out and then you hijack it and then it's yours. I would almost think that a Saurian could be the same thing, just without the driver. It's like, yeah, look it's going to try and kill you, and then you just, and then you just capture it, and then you ride it. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: if they do that, it'd be amazing. I don't think they'll do that.
1: No, I don't think so either. But if they did. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: you could imagine if they did. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. So. Yeah, you should talk about the last part.
1: Okay. So the last part is the DLC that's coming out in the very near future here this month. March 26th, if I remember right. That sounds right. So uh, there is going to be a wedding uh, in the Borderlands universe between... Hammerlock and uh, and Jacobs, so which is super fun. So I am super excited about that. And the thing is, Gage is coming back. She's going to be an NPC in it. It looks really good. And it's called Guns, Love, and Tentacles because it's love meets Lovecraft. So we're going to have, you know, Eldritch Horrors and things like that. And they showed the video from it, the actual trailer. And it looks really, really good because I'm super into Borderlands and I'm super into Eldritch Horror-themed things. As far as PlayStation-exclusive games, my favorite's Bloodborne, hands down. That's that's the easiest thing, and I just like that idea. You, the, in there, you've got enemies that are changing forms and they're all tentacly and everything like that. And I'm just super excited for it. There's also something really weird. Um, There's also really something weird going on with Wainwright where he's got something going on in the, in the trailer and in the picture in the promo picture with his eye. And it's kind of got like some purple stuff going on, I think. So it's really, really interesting to see what the situation is either way. I think that they're going to do a really good job with this DLC or they have done a good job with it, whatever the situation is. And I'm super excited to play it. I want to kill all the Aldrich horror themed enemies and I want to see what sick loot we can get out of it. Like, I'm hoping that there's something where, ah, oh man, I, I know I'm going to be disappointed if I start setting expectations already, but could you imagine if there's a unique weapon in there and instead of doing melee damage when you melee someone, say you could actually melee them from a far distance and it just reaches out a tentacle and it grabs them and brings them towards you.
0: That'd be sick. I thought that you were gonna go the opposite direction, and you were looking for, like, a <clears throat> like a melee weapon that was, like, gun, like, a like weapons from Bloodborne. Like, it somehow combined, like, a pistol and, like, and the Blood Scythe, you know?
1: Yeah. No, uh, I totally get that. So, but yeah, no, like, this, this DLC was made for me, and I'm super stoked
0: about it. I think it'll be great. Yeah, dude. So, I, I, so you and I hadn't talked about it or anything. I just like saw the trailer and I was like, Holy shit. Jeff's going to love this. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm already like, man, it's going to be hard as far as gameplay. I think I'm, this is probably, I'm, I know I'm really early, early to the game, but I think this is going to be my favorite DLC. And then the one that we're thinking is presumably about Krieg is going to be, uh, my favorite as far as storyline
0: and everything. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So, so that's all we got. That is the Paxt East situation from Gearbox. Oh, can we also just talk about this real quick? I know it's not Borderlands related. I'm super excited about Godfall. I think it looks like an entertaining game. I'm excited to play it.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to trying out a looter slasher.
1: Perfect. All right. Anyway, with that, uh, we're going to go into our, uh, probably our favorite segment of the episode. Drew, what is that?
0: It's going, going,
1: gone! Nice. There were some good gunshot sound effects
0: that time. Well, I tried to make them, like, large and almost, like, shotgun-sounding. Really? Why would you do that? Because uh, we're talking about the conference call today. Sick! Because, you know, PAX East is a conference. Conference? <laughs>
1: Yeah, legit. That was our whole reason for it.
0: <laughs> Don't you rope me into this? This was your idea. I mean, it
1: was. You're not wrong. I was thinking also, about we kind of want. Also, we kind of wanted to do something that was going to be useful. That's uh, been useful for Gage in the past, and you could do some fun stuff with the conference call on Gage.
0: Yeah, I was thinking today, like we should have done the baby maker, just for as a as a callback to the uh, to the vault baby.
1: Ah, uh, that would have been good.
0: That's all the that's all the Vol Baby content you're getting out of us. Like yeah. Ever.
1: If you have no idea what we're talking about, go figure it out on your own self.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, right. so the conference call is a legendary shotgun in Borderlands Three, manufactured by Hyperion. Hiplies. Nice. <laughs> all right.
1: So, uh, just like anything else, uh, it can be obtained randomly from Not any suitable sort of loot source. Else. It is obtained randomly from any suitable loot source, <laughs> but it does have an increased chance to drop from Judge Hightower located in City on Promethea. Yeah. So, not going to lie, do you, uh, like back in the day, like in the early days, we're talking you know, pre-DLC 1 of Borderlands 2. This was like the gun to have, was just this and the B-Shield and just wreck face with it.
0: Nice. Yeah, those were yeah. the days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: those were the days. So, um, but yeah, the special effect for it—the uh, red text—is let's just ping everyone all at once. It fires five projectiles per shot. Each projectile generates additional projectiles upon impact or after sufficient distance.
0: Yeah, shots fired by This weapon creating ad- create additional pro- ch- um, additional projectiles when striking an enemy surface. Or after certain distance, these projectiles spawn perpendicular to the main shot and can ricochet off terrain.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, it's just one of those weapons that's really fun to have. I think in Borderlands 3, it's been outclassed a little bit by uh, the Butcher, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, and there are other shotguns too, but uh, it's still a fun one to use. Um, it can. It's actually really good with um zane's uh skill where you make additional projectiles anyway so it's uh playing dirty I also so, think
0: it's good f- with uh flack on megavore because like yes because like you still got a pretty good chance of hitting a critical hit
1: <laughs> yeah one of them one of them things is going to be a crit so
0: <clears throat> yeah for sure combined yeah, with all the uh, other crit stuff that you can do with flack and that's just pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, not, uh, it's also, it's also going to be good for, um, it's also going to be good for Moe's and her ability to have infinite ammo, things like that. So just lots of good, lots of good uses for it. I don't think there's really too much that Amara could get away with for it, but you know, still, there might be good. some
0: kind of weird corner case that I'm not thinking about, but off the top of my yeah. head, I got nothing.
1: Right. Same. So, um, overall, like I said, pretty solid shotgun, um, Again, I don't think it's as effective as what it was in Borderlands 2, but that's okay. So Borderlands 2, um, and, e- and even towards, you know what, even towards the end of the Borderlands 2 life cycle, you didn't see too many people rocking it.
0: Yeah, true story.
1: So anyway, uh, but that is all that we have for you.
0: So. See you again in two weeks. Good luck and good drops. Okay, bye.